Hi, this is Danielle Krissa from The Jealous Curator, and this is episode 172 of Art for Your Ear. Now, as most of you probably already know, I always record from home in my pillow fort studio, um, but my son is home from school, indefinitely, so if you hear random laughter in the background, that is Charlie online with his friends, so we're all just going to roll with it. <laughs> okay, so let me start off by asking this. How are you? Are you getting used to this new reality or is it slowly driving you crazy? Maybe a combo of the two? Yeah, that is what I seem to be feeling, a bit of a combination. Some days I have lots of energy and I feel totally fine and other days I am an anxious mess. It probably depends on how many news stories I've read on any given day. Don't you find it is such a fine balance between staying informed and being absolutely inundated with details that I'm not entirely sure we need to know? <sighs> yeah. Anyway, so before we kick off today's chat with my amazing, hilarious, creative friend, Martha Rich, there's something that I want to bring up. Productivity during a pandemic. That sounds like the title of a book or maybe a really boring movie. <laughs> Anywho, let's talk about this. Put up your hand if you're feeling productive right now. Okay, put up your hand if you feel like you're supposed to be productive right now, right? It's weird, this is part of my personal roller coaster. I feel like I should be creating fabulous artwork every day, rolling out new online programming for the Jealous Curator, putting podcasts together, uh, maybe working on a new book pitch, exercising like it's my job, homeschooling my son, and suddenly out of nowhere, baking like an Italian grandmother. Or I could see what the latest true crime documentary on Netflix is while eating all of the chips. Yep, that is pretty much the seesaw I am on at the moment. Okay, so let's talk about the hashtag I threw out a few weeks ago when I was feeling very productive. Hashtag 30 day art quarantine. I'm actually still super duper happy that this exists because you guys are amazing. There are almost 12,000 posts on Instagram using that hashtag. Ooh, and somebody, I don't know who, designed a 30 day art quarantine gif or gif, gif, I don't know, that you can add to your Instagram stories. What? So cool. My friend, Rhonda Willers, an amazing ceramicist, go look her up, um, sent me that on Facebook and was like, look at this thing. I don't know where it came from, but I love it. Now, all of that said, and with the reflection of three weeks and now realizing that this won't be a 30-day quarantine, more likely, um, I don't know, 90-day or more quarantine, I want to talk about the pressure to be productive, especially when it comes to art. When I set up that hashtag, I was not thinking that we'd all come out of this with masterpieces that were bound for a fabulous gallery the second the galleries reopened their doors. I was sort of thinking of it more as a distraction from the madness and something fun that we could do that would happily keep us all home and safe. I've had a few people say that they can't participate because they have kids at home, which I totally get. Um, but hey, you can make stuff right alongside your kids. Or if they're out playing in the yard, Write down bits of their conversations that you overhear or use your phone, because I know it's right beside you, to photograph close-ups of grass or flowers or clouds or the kids. Or you could just sit there and breathe fresh air. 
that's cool too. Personally, I've been using my art practice as a distraction and a way to pry myself off of Facebook and the constant stream of information. I haven't actually made much. I keep saying that I'm going to break out this box of clay that I bought months ago, but alas, it is still on my studio shelf. Maybe it'll come out today. I have been cutting out a ton of stuff from books though, from a stack of Queen Elizabeth's heads to a giant pile of legs that I plan to use on a future series. How far in the future will that series be? Honestly, it is very hard to say right now. I might start on it first thing tomorrow after my morning coffee, or it might happen in July. And what I have realized in the past week or two is that both of those options are totally fine and absolutely legit. Look, here's the thing. None of us have ever experienced anything like this before. It's an effing global, global pandemic. People all over the world are in lockdown. There are people dying. There are huge shortages of medical supplies. And a vaccine is probably a pretty long way away. This is new, weird, scary, unsettling territory for all of us. If making art is a comfort to you right now, then go for it. If making art just feels like one more thing you need to figure out during this quarantine and you don't wanna, then don't. The urge to create will come back one day. And when it does, you can then try out all of the jump starters and classes that are flying around on the interweb right now. Ooh, and speaking of classes on the interweb, this kinda makes me wanna address all of the parents out there who are suddenly going to become homeschooling teachers, myself included. Now, I know not all of you are parents, so I'm not going to go on and on about this, but I cannot help but think, if we're all feeling super overwhelmed, missing a social life, frustrated that we can't go out, and are having a really hard time being productive at home, why do we think our kids are going to want to be doing online classes every day? Um, they're not. I hope the way this rolls out is calmly, that it gives them a bit of structure and something to do, but it's more chill than not. Our school's online classes start this coming Monday, and my fingers are crossed that this doesn't just add a brand new kind of anxiety into our home. Honestly, as far as I'm concerned, as long as Charlie is getting fresh air every day, chatting and having fun with his friends online, helping me with dinner, and my sudden Italian grandmother-like baking, I think he'll be absolutely fine come September. Anyway, I digress, and I also promise not to go on Facebook and get into a debate with other parents about the importance of six to eight hours of online learning per day. <clears throat> Anywho, so there we go. That was all I wanted to say. Basically, cut yourself some slack. Sit on the couch and wear sweats if you wanna, or create massive amounts of artwork every single day. Whatever floats your boat right now is exactly the right thing to do. Okay, let's get on with today's episode. I love Martha Rich. She was one of the first art crushes I ever had, and I absolutely love that over the past 10 years, that crush on an artsy stranger has turned into a really, really amazing friendship. Today's episode is really just me and Martha chatting. 
I honestly kind of forgot that we were recording at one point. <laughs> so for those of you who tell me you like the episodes that make you feel like you're eavesdropping on two artists talking in a cafe, well, pour yourself a coffee, close your eyes, and pretend that you're out at your favorite coffee shop listening in. Ready? Calling Martha in Philadelphia. Hello? Hi. <laughs> Did you hang up on me automatically? I pressed the wrong button. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, she really doesn't want to do this. Uh, how are you over there? Oh, you know, whatever. Peachy keen. Yeah. Not really. <laughs> yeah. Do you go to your studio or are you, like, are you uh, just staying in your house? I, I'm, I'm kind of slowly bringing, bringing it back to my house, but I have to have to go there today or tomorrow to scan a job because I didn't want to bring my, my scanner. Right. Home. Oh boy. Oh mm. boy. Um, I say we just start. All right. <laughs> I think it's already started. Um, okay. okay. So I know I've kind of put you on the spot. I just sent this list to you. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know, but it's going to be amazing. Um, so because you are a woman of action these days, I thought, wouldn't it be fun if we do an episode that is action and distraction? So we'll do, or I want to talk about some stuff that is action that people can take during this crazy, crazy time. You yeah. don't have to have all the answers, Martha Rich. I just wanted to discuss it with you because, you know, you're, yeah. you're an action lady. And then we'll go through some fun distraction things that people can do. Um, and then, you don't know this part, but I have an 80s movie trivia segment for you at the end oh lordy yeah have mercy but don't worry it's multiple choice okay <laughs> i don't remember the 80s is this a blur yes <laughs> fair enough i might have I, afterwards i was like hmm, this might this might be more of a quiz for me maybe yeah but i know all the answers so <clears throat> it's more fun when you don't know the answers okay okay so first of all let's talk about what your life's like right now in Philadelphia. Um, I am in my house and I've been in my house for several days and it's weird, but I, I also kind of don't mind it because I like my house. Yes. But yeah, I'm basically just sitting here trying to figure out what we're going to be doing for the next year. I know. Because I don't think this is going to just be done. I think it's going to be stuff we're going to have to deal with until they get... Um, a vaccine. Right? I, I was just thinking that this morning because I was just reading all this stuff um, from, uh, we have a doctor named Bonnie Henry who's quite amazing in British Columbia. And so she's been doing daily, um, you know, news conferences and stuff. And she's basically saying it's going to be like this for sure until at least July. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Um, and then, you know, it's not like, oh, mid-April and it's done. No, like at least July, if not, you know, into the fall. Yeah. And then, yeah, and I was thinking, you know, they need that vaccine, but it, it, they're saying it's like a year out. I know. I think it's going to be a lot of people ma wearing masks outside. And I mean, we're going to probably have to go back to work eventually, but I think it's all going to be weird. Yeah. It's going to look like a movie a from the future. Kissy. It's not going to be a huggy kissy time. Well, I was saying that to Greg. I was like, I wonder if after all of this, if handshaking will be a thing of the past I don't know like if you know people will bump elbows from here on out and it'll be like in like people like Charlie's children will watch movies where people shook hands and stuff and they'll be like that's so weird why did people used to do that 
I don't know. You know, it's so weird. I had Ashley Longshore on last week and she's like, oh man, when this is over, I'm going to go French kiss everybody that I know. And, <laughs> and it's no, so funny. Like, I don't want to do that. <laughs> no, me either. But I wonder, I just so wonder if people are going to go, which pendulum swing they're going to go. If people are going to be like, I never want to touch anyone ever again, just in case. Or if people are going to be like, yay, I get to hug again. It's, <sighs> it's, a, it's weird. It's a very weird I mean, I already said this with all the Trump stuff. It's just such a weird time oh to be God. alive and to be like, I always think this with Charlie because he's 13 now. He's going to remember the Trump presidency. He's going to remember COVID-19. Like, like we're living through the, such a weird part of history right now. I know. It's going to shape minds. I mean, it's not the same, but it's like when I was little, you know, doing um, duck and cover under your desk in case a nuclear bomb gets dropped in right. school. But it's different. Yeah. But all these things shape, the, they're going to shape this generation. I don't yeah. know how. Hopefully good. Hopefully good will come of this. I hope so too. Like I'm hoping environmental, you know, stuff happens where it's like, wow, look what happened when we all stayed home for however long. Like, yeah, um, we have lots of wildlife in our yard because we live, you know, in a small town in Canada. But Greg was just on a conference call this morning, so I couldn't interrupt him. But I really wanted to. I was looking at the window. 20 deer went by our Ooh. window. Just like it was like an exp- it looked like a highway for deer. Like normally wow. you'll see like two or three. They just it was it was like a comedy routine. It was just like they just kept coming and coming and coming. And I'm like, because there's no people around. A deer clown car. Exactly. I was like, where are they all going? They're like, let's go downtown. There's nobody out. I'm just waiting for the bears to show up because this is when they wake up. Oh, yeah. And if there's no people around, they're going to be living large in my backyard. Oh, that's cool, though. I it mean, is cool. If I stay in my house, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that is true. I forgot. You don't. You can social distance in your backyard. Yes, I can. I, I social dist- I've been social distancing for about seven and a half years. <laughs> Yeah. Well, one cool thing about living in a city and living on a really small street where cars don't go down is that my neighbors and I, we can talk to each other across the street. So you can actually talk to human beings. Oh, that is cool. Not on a video. So like my neighbors will come out on their stoop and we'll just, we'll all be like nine feet away from each other. Um, and just, you know, having a glass of wine together apart. That's nice. Which I enjoy because I do not like video chatting right because you see yourself talking and in, in normal life you don't watch yourself talk I know and as our our hairstylists stay closed longer uh <laughs> it gets worse and worse <laughs> luckily my hair is pretty good with not getting it cut for long well and that's true and you just let your natural you know since I went silver, yeah ago. that's right I have not and now I have an inch of silvery roots maybe it's time to go gray no <laughs> it was the best thing i ever did martha it's not time yet <laughs> it is not time i started going gray at 17 i know i was in my 20s so i'm still resisting i i'm resisting oh, i don't know no i need i need five more oh. 10 15 more years. Okay. You do you. you. Thanks. Thanks, Martha. Um, Okay. So let's talk about action. So first thing, stay home. That's an easy action. Yes. I'm nailing that one. Can I I preface this though? Yeah. Um, I'm all for doing action and creativity and all that stuff. But I also think 
it's okay if you can't muster it just yet. Oh, totally. Because I, I am feeling like I don't want to make art. Yeah, me too. Like I can, you know, every once in a while I'll do some drawings, but I'm easing into it. I have some jobs I have to do, but I think it's okay. Like everybody's going gung ho, like, oh, we're going to teach classes, do this, do that. But this is going to last such a long time that I think we need to pace ourselves. Mm-hmm. I know. And I, it, it's a weird, um, I saw an article that said, you know, what you're experiencing is grief because um, that's what it feels like. I just, I'm very tired. Yeah. Um, and, um, I am trying to do a little something every day just cause I'm trying to help, you know, like if there's people that are jealous curator readers and they're wanting some, you know, yeah. inspiration, I'm trying to keep that alive for them. So I'm trying to, you know, walk the walk. So I'm, I'm cutting lots of stuff out and I'm experimenting with some things that I've, but I'm not actually, I'm not being particularly productive. Yeah. I'm, I'm procrastinating with purpose. I like that term. So good. I, yeah, so I've been doing that stuff, but yeah, it's really, um, it's really, I'm you know tired. How, I've been, how I've been productive? How? I cleaned out my kitchen drawers and my closet and I've thrown things away. I'm yeah. just doing one little room at a time. That's awesome. I know. Wow. I'm very, I yeah. have a very organized kitchen now. Like the junk drawer I went through and took out the junk I didn't need. I it's love pretty, it. Yeah. Mar- Marie Kondo that shit. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I've been, I've been planning. I was like, Oh, I should go through all of Charlie's drawers and get, cause half, I mean, he's, he's almost six feet tall now. He doesn't fit any of his clothes. So I'm like, okay, I should get like a thrift shop bag together. But then I just watched Tiger King. Oh God. <laughs> or Dr. Phil or, um, you know what I discovered? I didn't know this, that Netflix has an entire true crime documentary section. Oh, I know. Definitely. I've true crime podcast. Oh my God. I love it so much. So that's, you know, that's not helping with my motivation. And I just kind of feel weird. Like I'm sort of perplexed by this because I have worked from home for, well, since, since Charlie was born for 13 years. So why am I having such a problem with this? Because you're, they're forcing you to do it. Yeah. It's not my choice. Exactly. And I'm not really home all the time because I drop him off at school and I pick him up. And I think I'm also having mom guilt because I feel like there's all these people on Facebook that are like, here's the homeschooling I'm doing all day today. And I'm like, really? Most of the people I know with kids are not doing that. <laughs> That's my plan. Like, I, I, I don't know. Our school is starting next week doing online learning. So we'll see what that means. Uh, I've been doing that. I've been teaching online. How's that going? It's weird. I mean, luckily the classes that I teach, um, there are a lot of self-directed stuff. So it's not like I'm getting up and having to do a demo on painting. Right. It's more talking about the work and, you know, it's grad school. So it's a little different. It makes it a little bit easier. It's just really, um, I'm not like into the technology. Right. What are you guys using? Zoom? Um, I'm using Google Meet. Okay. And how often are you doing that? Once a week or twice? Once a week with each class. One of my classes was a was a shorter class and it's about to end. So that's also easy. Right. And I did a lot of the the major work in the beginning on the other class. So Yeah, you should be wrapping up, right? With it being April now. It should be all finishing in the next month or so. May, middle of May. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, it's interesting because I kind of wonder, like, um, a lot of stuff 
like people are being forced to go online and um and it's interesting because I think there's like stuff people would have done but they're like oh, I don't want to learn the technology or oh this seems like and now they're forced to and it, yeah. that's the other interesting thing like Greg's company he works for an ad agency in Toronto from BC um you know like thousands of miles away and uh he just works from home but now the whole office has had to go home yeah and so they're all calling into these calls and greg's like welcome to my world because this is what he's been doing and um it's super efficient like yeah so you know who knows if after all of this if companies will be like hold the phone we don't need to pay super expensive rent yeah i don't know it'll be interesting it's gonna it's definitely gonna change the world i just hope i just i mean i don't want to give into my biggest fears but i know we'll be stuck with I know. Don't even say it. Forever, because I feel like if he could, he would want to just stay in forever. Well, sure. That's how dictatorships work. 35 years old. I know. Oh, my God. What a gong show. But I I do like what you said. Yeah, (laughs) I I do like what you said, though. Like, if if you're not feeling like you like, don't feel like you need to be productive all the time. You don't have to. You can Netflix and chill. Yeah. And we're just fine because this is an insane moment that we're living through. So cut yourself some slack. Exactly. Um, Okay. So I was thinking um, action wise, um, more, less artsy, more like, um, I know there's some artists that like, if they are making money, they're donating money to food banks or um, like I've got friends in town who are, you know, when they buy their groceries, they'll buy a little bit extra and there's a food bank bin at yeah. the end of the at the end of the checkout aisle, because you know, pe- there's people that still need that stuff, especially now if they're out of work. And you know, we're lucky in that Greg and I can both keep working through this. There's yeah. so many people that can't, right? Yeah. Um, he actually went to the grocery store yesterday. He's been going once every two weeks or something, and uh, we are actually out of toilet paper. Wow. I know. So I was like, ah, dude, get some toilet paper. So we went to our little local, you know, grocery store, all gone. And so he said, the manager guy said, oh, you know, can I help you? And he said, oh, well, yeah, I actually, I can't believe it, but I need toilet paper. And uh, he said, oh, we've put it all in the back so that we can save it for when the seniors come. They've got senior hours from 7 till 8 a.m. Yeah. Uh, so he said, I'll just go grab you a pack. And uh, so I like that they're doing that, you know, like that they're kind of watching out for the people that need to be watched out for. Yeah. People are being good. I mean, people are basically good. Yeah. Is that, is that <laughs> you pinging? Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm, I can't, I don't know if I mute this. My people are texting. I'm in like a million group texts now. Oh, that's another thing. <laughs> you can leave it. I was just like, are you, is there an emergency? Do you no, know? Okay. that's the thing. I mean, that, the people that I usually would talk to in person, were all in like five different group texts. I know. Same. And it, I kind of, I like <laughs> it and I hate it at the same time. Well, at least, you know, you're popular. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're in one with my family, my brother and, and sister and my mom. And uh, so it's been pretty funny. The I feel really bad for my mom because she's by herself. Well, that sucks. I know. She's just in her condo, like, all by herself. She's got one friend next door, another widow. And so they've been um, self-isolation friends. That's good. Yeah. That's, she's got someone nearby. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> um, now, I know that you're very politically minded, um, and granted, I'm in Canada, so I have no senators to call. Do you have anything that, like, is there any, like, action like that that people can be taking to make sure that, I don't know, 
I think that um, the that people should call their senators and local reps too about encouraging mail-in voting mm. for November. Like, I feel like it's something that needs to be done. Like, they need to start working on that. And now, I don't know. There's yeah. a lot of people who are. A lot of the Republicans are against voting by mail, but I think this is that's going to be a necess, It's going to be necessary. So I I would call my senator and say you should support vote by mail for the whole country. Mm-hmm. But I'm I've I've basically I've been. You know, I'm trying to like shelter my brain, so I haven't been as crazy as I usually am about all this stuff. But I'm easing back into it. But I definitely think if you can call your senator and encourage them, or write them, or something, and say we need to start working on getting vote by mail for the whole country, so the elections can be safe. Yeah, and so that it actually happens. I don't know if it'll happen. This country's a nut 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 case, but can't hurt to try. Right. Yeah. I can't even watch American news right now. Like I was having a hard time watching it before. And now I'm like, I can't, I just, I don't have the brain capacity for it. I don't either. Mm-mm. Nope. I don't think it's good for you. I mean, it's this weird line between being informed. Yeah. And being inundated with bullshit. You know, just like, I think we need to go back to the old days of news in the morning and news at like six. Wait, what? Like, what is it? 8 a.m., 6 p.m., and ele- news at 11. Right. These 24-hour channels kill me. Yeah. I blame it's all Ted Turner's fault. Because he's the- CNN, and yeah. they were the first 24-hour news program. Yeah, it's too much. <laughs> anyway. It's too much. I can't take it. I can't take it. Too much. But Humans I actually... Humans aren't, aren't meant to know that much all the time. No, and they're also looking for stuff, right? Like... Every time Trump says something, there's like a, a news report about it. And he says such stupid stuff. It's like, stop telling us. I don't want to know. They haven't figured it out. It's not going to change. He's never going to say anything that means anything. No. Yeah, they should just ignore him. Yeah. That would make his head explode. I know. That would be great. All right. Let's um, talk about something else. Okay. Um, <laughs> I was going to say, actually, last night. So um, do you know that that project, the sketchbook Um project that's done by um, the Brooklyn Art Library. Yeah. Yeah, I've done it. I did that a long time ago. Yeah, me too. I did one a couple of years ago. Anyway, they did this thing. They're doing this thing this week where they have, um, well, by the time this podcast goes up, it will be over. But they might do it again. Um, and my turn was last night. So they are doing like um, five, five artists doing like lectures each night. <clears throat> and cool. so I did I one that. last night. And it was about... Uh, turning lemons into lemonade because um, that's what my fibroid series that I just did yeah. uh, was all about. And um, um, which, by the way, my my surgery has now been postponed indefinitely. Oh, gosh. Wah, wah, which is fine. I would rather have somebody have those beds and those ventilators that yeah. need them, and I will do it another time. But um, And so I was talking all about that, and I think that, um, you know, if you can harness the anxiety that you're feeling about the news cycle or about, you know, global pandemics or whatever, um, art's a really good way to do that. I know it is. I actually have a plan that I'm going to do today. Okay. Let's hear it. To get me back into it. Okay. Um, so I was big influenced by Matisse, Matisse's cutout yes. series. Mm-hmm. That, that, oh, I don't know. It was a while ago, but, um, so what I'm going to do 
is I've got a whole bunch of my, I paint old, I get old books from like the thrift store that nobody's, you know, like some microwave cooking for one, you know, that kind of thing. <laughs> Although you might need that now, Martha. I don't, <laughs> yeah, maybe. Um, but I cut out the pages and then I paint, you know, I just use cheapo craft paint. Yeah. And so I have like a book page. It's a solid, I get hundreds of different solid colors, maybe not hundreds, let's say 25 different pages. And then what I'm going to do, I think, I've got this new front door that's just all glass. I mean, it's the, you know, the storm door. Yeah. I'm going to cut out shapes. I did this with my class at FIT. Um, I'm going to cut out kind of cool shapes and make like a little assemblage in my door. So it'll be, it's like people on the street can see some art. I but it's not going to mean, it's not going to be like a painting of somebody. I'm just going to cut out really cool shapes, tape them to the door. And then I can kind of rotate and change as the time goes by. I love it. It's just like a constantly evolving installation. Yeah. You I know, love maybe that. I have letters and put messages too. I just decided to do that today, actually. This morning, I was like, I need to, I need to make something pretty for the window. That is a really great idea. Maybe I'll do that for ours too. The bears, yeah, the bears can see it when they go by. Yeah. Let the deer go, hey, look at that art. Yeah, I'm going to gather around there. I'll have like 20 deer outside my window. I really love that. Do you know what shapes you're going to do? Or are you just going to wing it? I, I think I'm going to wing it. I like to cut out. There's like one. I like to cut out these like, I don't know what the shape is called. It's like a flat, a petal kind of, but it's pointy on both ends. Yeah, yeah. I've I, you know, I, do them very, I do them very obsessively. And it's kind of like something to think about. Like you don't have to think when you're doing it. So you can kind of get into that zone that you get into mm -hmm. didn't you just do a big cut pe paper piece for something yeah I did for the New York Times yeah so that's yeah. what it was it was gorgeous and it was those shapes right yeah that was one part of it I did like six pages for them it was really that was like my last job that's so cool it was really really fun and we'll see I'm gonna um I think I'm gonna do that today I feel like I need to get my exacto out that sounds fun. awesome yeah. Uh, actually, when we were in Joshua Tree, when was that? Oh, my gosh. Seems like 50 years ago. I know. Was that in the fall? Yeah. Oh, geez. Um, and you had said when we were sitting around at Esther's that you were thinking of starting to do more pa um, cut paper pieces. Yes. I love it. It's, and now you're doing cool. it. Yeah. I love it. I've got my cutting board here, and I've got a whole bunch of little pieces of scrap paper that I've already painted. So I'm ready to go. And do you, you, you don't use scissors? You use an X-Acto blade? Um, sometimes I use scissors, but I like to, I like the X-Acto blade. Yeah. Do you, have you ever used the, um, the ring blade? No. <gasps> oh, mon dieu. I will send you a link. Fiskars has these like, um, it's an X-Acto blade, but you wear it on your, your index finger, like a ring. Ooh. So you have like super duper control. Cause it's like, drawing with like the it, it it's a life changer they also have the same one with a swivel head so that you can go around corners and not lift your knife oh t send me that info yeah Definitely. you can just buy them on amazon i think they're like nine dollars oh. or something i need to i won't i need to find another place to, i just i can't give amazon any money if i okay. can <laughs> okay. i know you can't you know you're in the boonies do you guys have michaels um they no, we had we had AC more, but they're like I think Michaels bought them. Oh, okay, because craft stores and stuff have them too. I'll find it for you. Not, yeah, not on Amazon. Yeah, I just can't. 
I can't. <laughs> That's fine. I don't want to put you in a unethical position, Mark. Well, I know every once in a while you have to, like, but if I, I do what I can to avoid giving Jeff Bezos more money. I know. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. I will find another link, but I'm telling you, life changer. You okay. already love me now. Wait until you try these. Okay. I will be your BFF for sure. Um, okay. So what have, and like, what have I been doing? Well, you know what I'm going to play with today? What? Clay. Ooh, fun. So I don't know what I'm going to do. My little arthritic fingers, I don't know how they're going to handle it, but I bought this really nice box of like molding clay that you just, you can either put it in the oven or you can just let it dry over time. And I want to make things that I can incorporate into my mixed media pieces. Cause I've been gluing like, uh, um, uh, what's it called? Jewelry. Uh, yeah. Costume jewelry. There we go. Um, into the pieces and stuff. But I was like, Oh, I should do that. But I should also make some stuff. I also went out into our yard yesterday and gathered up a whole bunch of rocks. I'm going to paint them Martha rich style. Oh yeah. Rock painting is fun. Mm -hmm. And mix those in, like put those into the work. So I might cover them in glitter. I don't, I don't know what I'm going to do yet. So, um, yeah, that's my plan for the day. That sounds good. If if I don't just eat chips and watch Tiger King all day. So it really <laughs> could go either way. <laughs> it could go either way at this point. Um, so actually, speaking of, um, that's what I was thinking for project ideas. Um, you and Esther Pearl Watson are very good at weird projects. Like every time you guys get together, you make something weird. It's more Esther. She's really good at that. Her and Mark... Yeah, they, they always are. come up with stuff. Did you, are you teaching one of their art center classes? Am I teaching? Yeah. No. They, they called me the other day. I, I did like a little guest lecture on Thursday oh, yeah. to their illustration class. No, they didn't ask me to do oh. that. I did, actually did it for Jason Holly. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> now we've. His, have you seen his, the sculptures he does? He no. does like little weird clay sculptures too. Oh no, I haven't. I'll have to send you a picture there. They're cool. I love everything he does. I know. I know. He's, he's smart. All of you guys are so smart. Um, well, I know what I like that Esther does is um, that she always seems to get going are little zines. I know. She's really good at doing like, like, like a diary in comic form. Yeah. And so I was saying to her when I was, um, when they invited me to their class, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, we were talking all about, you know, the, the crazy times. And I was like, Esther, are you doing a zine? Like you should be like, there should be a Corona virus zine. Yeah. And she was like, Oh, that's a good idea. I was like, how are you not doing that already? But that would be kind of fun for somebody to do, you know, like do it on post-its or like make a little, you know, like that's the, what I mean by turning lemons into lemonade. Like, yeah, make a diary. Yeah. Because I was saying that to Charlie, he doesn't want to do all the creative things I suggest, but I said, dude, one day this will be part of history. And wouldn't it be cool if there was some sort of journal that you kept every day, even if it was just like, today was super boring, stayed inside. <laughs> Next day, stayed inside. Next day, stayed oh, inside. <laughs> I was like, that would be kind of a cool thing for your grandchildren to see. Like you survived the Black Plague, basically. Yeah. Yeah. I think a zine is great. Yeah. Definitely. Okay, we'll do zines. We'll cut out objects and put them on our windows. Yes. I did at the beginning of this start out when, you know, the, all the group text that I was having, I would take little bits and pieces of that and do a, a page in my sketch, like my drawing, Amtrak drawing club. Yeah, yeah. I did that for a couple of days and then I stopped. 
But that's also something cool is just like keeping track of what people are saying and then kind of making art based on that, like just doing a a drawing, you know? Yeah. I did a whole page of masks because that's the next thing I'm going to do is so I'm going to break out my sewing machine that I haven't touched in probably a decade and sew some cool masks to give away when I go grocery shopping. Oh, that's awesome. I put up something on Facebook the other day because um, I forget who it was was calling or some uh, I know um, Christian Siriano was doing it, but like a bunch of fashion designers were you know um, doing this call for for people to make masks. So I posted it on my Facebook page, and I got schooled by a bunch of nurses who were like, "No, these don't work." Blah blah blah. We need the N95s and which I totally know. Yeah. And and yeah. she said, you know, by making these cloth ones, you're telling the government that they don't need to step up and actually provide the right masks. Yeah. But that was about a week and a half ago and now people are like, we'll take whatever we can get. Yeah. I don't know. It's more I was thinking more for people like cuz I think it's going to be something we're going to have to do is just wear masks when we go outside for regular people. Yeah. Cuz I wouldn't know what to do to make one that's Come, you know, good for the people in hospital. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know what you mean. Yeah, you could do a whole line of Martha Rich masks. <laughs> well, <that's too> much. <laughs> oh my God! You can put your stop talking cat on the. <laughs> yep. Yep. Stop, oh. stop talking. Stop going outside. Oh yeah, my God. it's crazy. I like that. I like that. Um, I used to sew like crazy when I was a kid. I don't even have a sewing machine anymore. I know. I used to sew too. And my mom made my clothes and same here. Um, you and I, I have, have the exact same childhood. I have a sewing machine. I just haven't used it recently, but I think I'm going to break it out. I love it. Maybe I'll make a banner too, like message banners. Yeah. You can, you can put that above your door or flying out your window like a flag. Yeah. It says stay away. Yeah. <laughs> Don't touch me. <laughs> oh, so many, so many, um, speech bubbles. Yeah. Don't touch me. I'm going to make banners now instead of speech bubbles. Yeah, you're done, you're kind of, you're done with speech bubbles for a bit? Well, yeah, because it's at my studio and I have to be outside. and Right, right, right. Yeah, I, have to go get bre- I have to go get bread. What am I saying? I have to get wood. <laughs> oh, no. Now you're going to make speech bubbles out of bread. Yeah. Speaking of which, are you, are you eating all the delicious things? No. Oh, good. That's uh, another thing. I actually don't. I haven't been like, I'm eating less because it just makes me, I'm too nervous all the time and it makes me not hungry. Mm. I'm not, mm. I don't have that problem. <laughs> I had, if I had snacks in my house, I'd probably eat them, but I don't have any snacks in my house and I don't want to go out and get them. Smart. Well, and I have eaten so much less pizza and I think that's going to, you know, because that's what I always, it's such a, I live in a pizza town. And I'm not getting pizza. Right. It's an easy go-to. Now you can't yeah. go to. I know I have. I've been cooking way more than I have in ages. But um, the other day, Charlie was like, let's bake a chocolate cake. Oh, so then I like Googled it. I found a great recipe and we actually had all the ingredients at home. So we made this amazing chocolate cake. But now we have this giant chocolate cake to eat. Oh. What are you going to do? You can't let it go Send back. Me Send me a piece. <laughs> It's pretty freaking good. I, I'm not usually much of a baker, but woo, this was a good one. Um, okay, what was I just going to ask you? Oh, yeah. 
Ooh, this is a, something I want people to do. This, I mentioned this in my class too. Now I know you're not loving looking at yourself on video, but remember the bad art night that we did in LA? Um, yes. Remember when I got super sick? Yes. <laughs> oh God, that was so bad. Um, but it truly was a bad art night. Um, but I was thinking, wouldn't that be so fun to do online? Bad art online? Yeah, like to do like just like a little Google Hangout or like a Zoom thing with like, I don't know, five of your friends and then all just be making art at the same time. Well, you have your glass of wine and whatever and they just happen to be there. But then at least you can be chatting. You know, it's like when you do that with Esther and those guys, you're not really looking at each other anyway. You're all looking down and working, and but you're just chatting. And I thought if you did a bad art night, a bad art night is if people don't know, you basically use up all the all the supplies, like clean out your studio, like you did, clean out your stuff, get all the crap that you were going to throw away. And instead of throwing it away, you make art with it. Yeah. And you make the ugliest thing that you can possibly make so that anything you make from here on out, is going to be better. I think that's a good idea. Wouldn't that be fun? I was thinking I might do that. I've got a little group of crafty um, mom friends that we do stuff together and we're really missing. We usually drink coffee and Bailey's and like make stuff. And we haven't done it now, of course, and uh, there's no hope in sight that we're going to do it. And I thought, oh, I should just invite them all to a Zoom meeting and we can still drink our coffee and Baileys and glue pom-poms onto stuff. I think it's a good idea. Yeah. I was doing it. Okay. I was going to try and organize a great big um, Jealous Curator one, but then things started getting with technology and all the things. I was like, okay, my I can't handle this. I know. that. I don't, yeah, that's, you got a lot of people out there. I know, so I don't know how to do that, but I suggested it in my thing last night, and I'm suggesting it today for people to just go do that on their own. Like, just set it up however you want, whatever technology you're using, like Skype or Zoom or Google Hangout or whatever, and just invite, you don't have to invite 100 people, just like invite five people, pour yourself a glass of wine, you know? I think that's cool, and then people can post pictures of what they made. Yeah, well, it's just fun, because then it's still social, but you're being safe. But then maybe you get, you know, you have that. Um, and then there's no pressure to make something amazing, like that productive thing we were talking about at the beginning. Make something really terrible. Yeah, I, that's what I'm finding. Um, I really am finding that. Like all these people who are like teaching class, they're so, they're so organized and doing stuff. And it just, I just can't, I just can't do it. I'd rather just make something crappy right now. Yeah, I, that's what I, I think this bad art thing just kept coming into my head because I was like, I don't really have it in me to do something amazing and wonderful right now, but I have it in me just to play around. Like, that's why I want to try the clay. And that's why, you know, I went out in my garden and got rocks. Like, I'm not going to try and, you know, get into MoMA with any of this stuff. But um, it's distracting for me, which I like. Like, it gets me off of Facebook and Twitter and gets me using my hands, but without having the pressure of this is supposed to be the next great thing. Yes. That's what the cut paper does for me because it's like... I don't have to, it just happens. So when you're cutting out that paper and getting into a zone, what do you have going on in the background? Like your bad Hallmark movies or what's going on back there? Well, yeah, I, well, I, well, it's always real housewives. That's like my go-to. That's my go-to. I can, I don't have to pay attention. I can just listen to them talk. Yeah. Yep. I know. I have a bunch of go-to movies that I just play over and over and over. And Charlie's like, how can you watch the same movie? And I'm like, I'm not watching it. Yeah. It's just back there and it's comforting. It is. I, I agree with that. Yeah. Where you don't actually have to look up from what you're doing, but you, you right. know what's going to happen next. Like, it's not that hard to figure it out. Yeah, you're just, it's just the comfort yeah. of 
the voices. Yeah, I've had um for and Greg hates this movie, Pitch Perfect. I've had Pitch Perfect. <laughs> I've I've had that in the background like 40 times. Also, Blockers. Oh, I don't know Blockers. Oh my god, it's so stupid and funny. Um what's her name? Leslie Mann and John Cena. Oh god. And their kids <laughs> Their kids um, are, it's like a, a teen movie meets like a grown up movie. They, the, the teenagers, they all have daughters and they've grown up together and they're, they've made a sex pack. They're all going to lose their virginity on prom night oh and the parents find out about it. So they're, they're cock blocking them and they're, they're trying to like stop them from having sex. So they, the whole night is just them trying to chase them down and stop them from doing it. And it's ridiculous. <laughs> Sounds like a Oscar contender. Yes. But you'll like it, I promise you. Okay. It's just dumb, good music. There's some Lizzo in there. It's it's just it's just fun times. Okay. Yeah. I never heard of it. That's so weird. Well, I'm you know I'm turning into an old lady and I'm out of it now. Well, it's it's from a few years ago. I don't think it did. Like you know, I don't think it was an Oscar contender. Like I might be what? wrong. I might be wrong. <laughs> but um, it's just funny. And I yeah, I have listened to that movie. Like about a hundred times. <laughs> um, so I highly recommend it. <clears throat> okay. okay. Speaking of movies, this was the other thing I was going to do. These are all my was going to do it, ran out of energy. Okay. I also really wanted to do, because people have been doing like movie nights yeah. with friends. And I was like, how does that work? Do you like all like get on and then hit play at the same time? But then you're all chatting during it. Like, I don't know how it works. So I'm not going to do it. But. Yeah. And also, do, I mean, I didn't ever, I would never do a movie night in normal times. True. I mean, that's just me. Because like everybody chats, right? You'd rather just chat or just watch a movie yeah. by yourself. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I was thinking. And then I was like, but while I was planning all of this, when I had, you know, energy a couple of days ago, um, I must have had too many pieces of cake and I was on a sugar high. Um, I wrote down a whole bunch of movies that I love, art movies that I thought these would be great. So I just was going to say them. Okay. In case people um, want to, where did my list go? I don't have it. I'm going to have to remember. Okay. First of all, Beauty is Embarrassing. Have oh you seen God. that documentary, the Wayne White documentary? Yeah, that's a great one. <gasps> I love that movie and um, highly, highly recommend it. It used to be on Netflix, I think, but I don't know that it is anymore. You might actually have to rent it. Yeah, I no, Wayne White's a really interesting dude, for you sure. You know him, right? What? You you know him? Are you friends yes, with him? Yes, I, I do. They're acquaint him and his wife are acquaintances of mine. Yes. They're cool people. They are really cool people. And that movie. His wife is really cool too. Mimi Pond. I know. She's written some really amazing graphic novels about being a waitress in Berkeley in like the 70s. It's yes. really good. She's a force to be reckoned with too. I, I want to have her on the podcast, but like, honestly, I'm a tiny bit intimidated. Oh, they're really nice. Yeah. he uh, He's been on the podcast and he was in my um, creative block book and he's been nothing but amazing for, to yeah. me um but i'd love to have her on maybe i'll put on my big girl panties and email them and see if she'll do it um but that movie made me i already loved him that movie just was like oh my god i know it's great so good and then come and listen to the podcast with him um on art for your ear because he talks all about it yeah yeah it was so good okay the other one here's some and then you throw out any two that you love documentaries okay. or anything but um did you ever see Fur? No. 
with the it's the um with with Nicole Kidman and Robert Downey Jr. and it's the pretend <laughs> biography of Diane Arbus. Oh wow! And it's totally made up. Like it's kind of factual. It starts out like the real story of her and her husband, and he's a photographer, and she's his assistant, and then she wants to do her own thing. That part's true, but then it gets really weird and super fantastical. And right off the top of the movie, the guy's like, "This is not a true story." <laughs> <laughs> so just like it's it's fact and fiction mix, and it's so beautiful. It's like a weird Alice in Wonderland. Like it's it's such a beautiful, sad. Crazy movie. Aw. Fur. I'll have to watch it. Yeah. I think you'll like that one. Fur. Yeah. Um, Frida? Frida with what's-her-face in yeah. it? Did you like it? I can't remember. I think I watched it. I don't remember. I think it's just one of those movies you're like, oh, there's a movie. It was entertaining. Yeah. And, I, you know, I watched it such a long time ago. I forget movies, like, instantly now. <laughs> My brain is like full of everything. So anything new that comes in goes out quicker. <laughs> That's what I used, to, my, I used to tell my grandma that when she repeated stories, she'd be like, I'm so sorry. I'm like, your, 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 your brain is full. Yeah. You can't get the new stuff in. It doesn't stay in as long. No. And, um, you know, I love all those old stories. My grandma used to do that too. I was like, tell me again. <laughs> I know. I miss you those know? stories now that she's gone. I wish I could hear those stories again and again. I know. I know. Um, I can't remember any of the other movies on my list. Those were my top three. Do you have, have any? You seen, have you seen Beautiful Losers? <gasps> no, I I started to. I don't know what happened. I, I started watching that when Charlie was a baby, I think. And then I just never finished it because he woke up from naps and stuff. That's supposed to be amazing. Yeah, I really like that one. There's some good, you know, like there's a, they, they show, they show Margaret Kilgallen and she's one of my favorite artists. Me too. I love good, her. You know, it's like, it's sad, but you, you get to see her. So yeah. I, I thought it was a really good art movie, mm -hmm. if we're talking art movies. Me too. And then, oh, there's another one that's kind of in that camp um, with those. Oh, God. <laughs> See, when you told me you were going to talk about movies, I was like, oh, I thought of, I was thinking of like dumb movies. No, no. Tell me dumb movies too. Wet Hot American Summer. <laughs> I've, I've never seen that. Is it good? I like it. Okay. I mean, it's like you have to have kind of crude, stupid humor. I'm on it. It's good. It's <laughs> funny. And then I was like, everybody should stream. I don't know if you can stream it, but Reno 911. That's like comedy series. Okay. It's hilarious. It's like, you know, it's like fake cops. Is it's that, hilarious. That is a TV but show, right? It everybody's cup of tea. It, made, <laughs> it, I, it got me through the, the, was it the 90s? Or I don't know when it came out. Early 2000s? I don't even know. It's hilarious. Whatever can get us through. I, I say right now, the more distraction, the better. And then this is a movie I saw recently that just, it was like, it warmed my heart, which there's so much like, everything is so like awful, but this is, it's called Troop Zero and it's on Amazon Prime, Okay. You get, a, you get a free 30 day membership and you can watch it, but it's like, it's sweet. It's like a, you know, it's like innocent and sweet. Okay. Sometimes you need that. It's like, you know, like a Shirley Temple movie. Oh. But not real. I mean, but in the 70s and weird. And oh, Troop Zero. Is it Girl Scouts or something? It's kind of, it's it's like a, a kind of a Girl Scouty thing. Okay. Yeah. I mean. It has, um, who's, oh, I can't remember who's in it now. Allison Janney. Oh, yeah. 
Viola Davis. Yes. I, I can't remember. It's good. I liked it. But it might, you know, it might be a little bit hokey for people. And it's also kind of weird. <laughs> that works. And then the other thing I've been watching, this is totally, you have to pay attention. I've been watching Nordic crime dramas. <laughs> because I like seeing how people live in other countries. But you have to pay attention because you, you have to read the subtitles. Was there, was there one um, from Iceland about like some murder, a couple of murders, and then the guy always said that he was innocent? Did you watch them? There was one. I've been on... watching ones that are in Finland mainly. Oh, okay. Finland and Iceland, but the the um, I'm watching one called Dead Wind right now, and it's like a follows a widow who's a cop, and she's troubled, but she's she's smart, and she goes out and she finds the criminals, and it's it's real it's cold, and it's there's snow. Is it is and, it a real story? No, I don't think so. Oh. It's like, it's like, you know, it's a cop drama, only it takes place in Finland. Okay, got it. Because <laughs> I really want to go to Finland or Norway or Iceland to see the the, the northern lights. Oh, well, you can't go right picture. now. Don't go I right know. now. It's like a hokey bucket list thing, but I really do want to see them. And I like the idea of bleak, cold, wintry landscapes. You can go with Charlie. His dream is to live in one of those places. I wouldn't want to live there. Well, he does, so you can go stay with him. Okay. He wants a little red house, those painted, you know, houses yeah. um, by the sea. Nice. Yeah. I was like, well, that's a bit far away from mommy, so maybe not. But, you, but yeah. if he does, you can go stay with him. Okay. <laughs> you can go to Newfoundland. Yeah. It's not as far. Yeah. Not okay. still? Not yet. Not yet. I mean, no. I can't go anywhere right now. No. Um, what else you got on your watching list? Anything? No, that's, I'm basically, I'm basically, I've got these, I've got a whole bunch of Icelandic or not Icelandic, or Nordic crime drama. There's a lot of them. Oh my God. That's so funny. Did you, where, where are they on Amazon Prime? Um, no, I've been watching them on Netflix and Hulu. Oh my gosh. I love it. Um, there's some weird stuff on there and, uh, I've been watching a lot of, um, what's that dude's name? Uh, oh, God. This, I should really be more informed before I start talking about this. Ted Bundy. Oh. There's a bunch of Ted. I didn't know a lot about that guy because you just hear Ted Bundy and you're like, mm -hmm, I know. But you don't really know. So I watched this whole documentary about him. He was crazy. Yeah. Evil dude. And like escaped from jail two or three times. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Like uh, these things I just didn't know. And he had like a, a wife and stepdaughter who had no idea that it, yeah anyway so that's the kind of thing I watch and then while I'm while I'm making art and then when I when the pieces are done it's like all I can think of is what I had watched yeah hence needing to put on pitch perfect and blockers instead of Ted, Ted Bundy right I feel like I'm real like real life stuff I'm trying to avoid yeah I know I think it's the best thing for now so speaking of which Tiger King have you watched it or are you refusing oh no I watched I watched it a while ago Oh, you've already seen the whole thing? Um, yes, I've already seen it. Oh, God, you're just so <laughs> ahead of the times, Martha Rich. I'm only, we've only done one episode, and Greg's like, I'm done. It gets, I mean, it gets crazier. Yeah, but Charlie wants to keep watching it, and I'm like, what else do we have to do? Let's keep watching it. But Greg's like, oh, these people, and they're all awful, and they're, you know, like, oh. They are. Yeah. It's sad. It's the saddest show I've seen. It just, 
it's sad. Yeah, that's why Greg's like, the world sucks right now. Do we really have to watch something that also sucks? I know. So I was like, yes, we do. It's like gross, narcissistic people who are questionable in their antics. Yeah. And and then I feel really bad for the, the animals. I know. And they like they're that's just oh. See, maybe I shouldn't maybe I maybe I should listen to the Gregoire. Maybe. I mean, you know, it's it's basically Trump world without the extra money. <laughs> that's the first thing Charlie said. He's like, I wanna know who Joe Exotic voted for. Oh, duh. <laughs> It, we probably didn't vote. That's what I said. And he goes, and he, I said, well, who do you think? He goes, he goes, well, he goes, I don't know. He's gay. So I don't know. And I was like, well, it's interesting. I said, I think he might've been in jail during the 2016 election. I would probably say he just didn't even bother to vote. Yeah, probably. But he certainly didn't mail it in. He ends up running for governor. What? Later on. I mean, you can keep watching it. There's all, oh, that's a spoiler. (laughs) He runs for governor? For governor. Oh my god. Of Oklahoma? Um, I guess. Oh my god. Yeah. See, like I've got this weird FOMO thing right now because everybody's talking about it. So I yeah, kind of want to watch it just so I know, but then also it is quite toxic. Yeah, it's toxic and like really sad things happen throughout, but it's just like these people are just twisted. It's just gross. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to have to flip a coin if we do this or not. There's so many other things that I could watch, like blockers for the 101st time. <laughs> That make me happy. So maybe I should just do that. Um, Oh, I wanted to ask you one other thing. Speaking of pop culture, I just posted, um, I just tagged you on it in Facebook. Have you seen Pluto the dog who's been giving advice about um, COVID-19? No. Oh my God. It's this little (laughs) terrier. terrier. Oh wait, I think someone sent me that like a while ago where it's like cats are dumb. Yeah. Oh, that's what I tagged you on. Well, no, today, today he's doing one where, where he's like, you know what? I don't want to spread rumors. Cats aren't so bad. So I oh, tagged you because you're a cat person. Yeah. Cat rule. Yeah. So I tagged you on that. But, you know, he's got such a cute little voice, the Pluto. Okay. I'll, I'll put a little link to it in this post so that people, if you don't know about Pluto, I think he's the best thing that's come out of this entire quarantine, honestly. Okay. Um, but it got me thinking because um, you have one cat? Yeah. Um, okay. So I have one dog and um, he has a voice obviously when he wants food and stuff, I talk for him. And then Greg was like, I think he goes, you should ask every guest from now on, on the podcast, if they have a pet, what does their pet's voice sound like? Cause everyone has a voice. So does your cat have a voice? My cat is whiny. So how do you like when, when you're, do you talk for your cat? No. Martha. (laughs) Cats speak for themselves. (laughs) What's your cat's name? it's just very um whiny what's his name mac is he old no yeah just whiny. two years old oh you seriously don't do a voice for your cat i can't believe that i think dog people i think that's more of a dog person thing (laughs) well our dog stella she passed away a year and a half ago she had a little tiny voice and then murph um, who's kind of a jerk? He has his own voice. And it's kind of got a, he's got a bit of a Polish accent. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so now I think I need to ask everybody. Well, maybe I just ask dog people. Just ask the dog people. I don't know any. Well, I don't know. They're crazy cat people too. Who? But my cat is just like mm-hmm, whatever. 
Maybe that's his voice. He's just like, hey, Feed you. Me. Yeah. Let me out. <laughs> <laughs> that's a pretty good one. I'm trying to, now that I say that out loud, I can't conjure Murph's voice. Uh-oh. Um, I can't do it. It's really weird. Maybe I'll try and figure it out for the intro or the outro and see if I can do it. I have to yeah. actually be looking at him. Maybe I'll bring him into the pillow fort with me and see if I can conjure it. Cool. Yeah. Wow. Um, okay, Martha, are you ready for some 80s movie trivia? Okay, I'll try. Okay, so I have a few quotes for you that you have to tell me what movie they're from, and then I have some multiple choice. Okay. Everyone, play at home. Okay, here comes the first quote. Life moves pretty fast. You don't stop and look around once in a while. You could miss oh, that, it. That, what's that one in Chicago? Ferris Bueller. Bing, bing, bing. Excellent job, Martha. Okay, here's a, um, I did not know this one, which is shocking. Here, here, this is multiple choice. Which 80s movie star began as a cast member on the TV show, The Facts of Life? A, Ali Sheedy. B, Glenn Close. C, Molly Ringwald. D, Elizabeth Shue. Molly Ringwald? Yes! Did you actually know that, or did you just guess? No, I think I, I think I knew she was on that. I was going to say Elizabeth Shue. I can't. I have no recollection of Molly Ringwald being on there. Yeah, I feel like I remember that. Okay, well, you're nailing it. Okay, you've got, you've got two oh, right. I, I grew up in the '80s. So did I. But I was, I was a teen in the '80s. Why would? Well, I don't know. Was I? Yeah. So was I. But I was a young teen. I was just a tiny little one. Okay. Who was Dolly Parton's country singing co-star in Rhinestone? Do you want me to give you the, the um, or do you just know? Do you want the multiple choice? Chris Christopherson. Oh, he was on the multiple choice. Incorrect. Oh. Do you want to Who guess again, it? or do you want me to give you the? Oh, like, give me the multiple choice. Kenny Will, Rogers. Kenny Rogers, Sylvester Stallone, Willie Nelson. Sylvester Stallone. Yes. Yes, I should have. I should have just waited for the the multiple choice. Well, you got a little bit ahead of yourself. I did. Got a little cocky with having those first two right. So now you've got two right and one wrong. Okay. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> next quote. Don't mess with the bull, young man. You'll get the horns. Oh, uh, that's from Breakfast Club. Correct. <laughs> oh my gosh, I am. I love that movie. Me too. Oh. Actually, that's, prince, there's that's a, like the principal guy or the... That's right. Yeah. Um, there's a reference to that in Pitch Perfect. Just oh, there is? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Uh, there's two more. One more quote, one more multiple choice. Multiple choice. When she wasn't dancing, what was the occupation of Alex from Flashdance? She was a steel worker in a, st- a small town mill in Pittsburgh. She was a welder. You nailed it. You nailed it. I even, I even tried to shake up the things... I put, cause they had like a shoe salesman. I was like, come on. So I, I changed it to a plumber, a welder, a writer, or a waitress, but Ugh. you didn't even need the help welder. Okay. You only have one wrong so far because you jumped the gun on Ryan's. Okay. Final one. It's a quote. Okay. We came, we saw, we kicked its ass. Oh, shoot. There's no um. multiple choice here. What? There is no multiple choice here. All right, we came, we saw, we kicked its ass. The Blues Brothers? Ooh. Close. Or Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. <laughs> Good 
job, Martha. Wow, that's that's an A. Not an A plus, but an A. Yeah. That well, was really I, I remember good. things from the 80s. <laughs> that's still stuff in your brain. Yeah, that's, just got that loaded. was my brain was fresher, so it stuck. <laughs> now, now there's just like, I'm picturing it like sediment layers, you know, like there's all this crap on top of it now, but that preserved 80s layer, still there, still pristine. Yeah, 90s is chipping away, <laughs> 2000s is just completely gone. <laughs> oh, I love it. Um, those were all of my, those were all of my trivia. I feel a little bit proud of myself. You should be because sometimes our trivia has not gone well. I know. But you nailed that. <laughs> I'm very proud of you. Oh, I'm I thought that I, made my day. Good. Excellent. I'm glad. Um, I, that's one thing. I feel very nostalgic about uh, different times now just because, you know, this is hard. I know. You know what? I read an article about that that's saying that people are feeling super nostalgic for old things. And you know what I've been wanting to watch, which is so weird, is old school Bugs Bunny. Oh, wow. I've been like craving it like the way I crave chips I've been like I could just lie on my couch and I think it's because it's what I used to do when I was a teenager on Saturday mornings I would yeah. get up and I would just lie on the couch and watch like an hour of Bugs Bunny and it was so relaxing I'd like to watch the banana splits or Lidsville or whatever that thing is sit in the sit in Marty Croft's Lidsville or something the I didn't understand world. any of those words you just said Oh, <laughs> the banana split <laughs> and Sigmund and the sea monster. No, no, that must be just an American thing from the very weird times. <laughs> I'll send, I'll have to send you, look up the, the, the world of Sid and Marty Croft. Okay. Is it a cartoon or is it a TV show? It's like puppets. Okay. And then there was like a magic flute. Are you <laughs> sure you didn't just make all this up? <laughs> no, but I think I think whoever I don't know look look up the the world of Sid and Marty Cross. Okay, I will. Seventy. It was more seventies. Okay, I will look that up. You know what? A whole bunch of Americans right now might be like, "Yes, of course." Well, maybe not. It could be very weird. But it, I just remember there was a show. It was called The Banana Splits. Okay, and that so was that puppets. Was, I don't know. I just want. I'm more into looking into the seventies. That's when I was, you know, younger. Yeah. No, I get it. Like it's, it's all of that stuff feels so comforting now. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it's also because we were little and we were just in our houses all the time. Yeah. You know, I, mean, I could go for some happy days. Like that would be great. Happy days are like the Brady Bunch, yeah. the Parker family. That was my thing. Mm-hmm. Me too. And there's just something about like sitting on your couch. Like that's what we're all doing, right? Sitting yeah. on our couches, you know, you weren't allowed to go out unless your parents let you. So you were just there. And uh, so maybe that's why everyone's craving this old stuff. But then you watch all these old shows and you realize how sexist and know. disgusting <laughs> and patriarchal they are. I know. When Charlie was little, he was super into Spider-Man. So we were watching like, all the new Spider-Mans. And then we ran out all of all of those. So I was like, okay, well, let's, let's call up some old school ones. Oh, my word. I know. Racist, sexist, yeah, gross. There was something about a woman. There was a woman that was like a, a secretary, and she left or something. And they're like, "Oh, don't worry about her. Uh, you know, women are like buses. There'll be another one along in a minute." And I was like, "And stop! <laughs> oh my God, what? I know." But Bugs Bunny, you know, things get anvils get dropped on the coyote's head. I don't know. Yeah, 
It makes me feel good. And I was on a chip strike. I hadn't eaten chips for all of 2020. Oh. Yeah, because I it's a problem. Yeah. Well, remember when I was when we were I've buying, heard. Yeah, when we were buying chips. I made you guys go and buy chips after the Joshua Tree opening at like whatever yeah. time, and I ate the whole bag. And so when the new year hit, I was like, "That's it. This crazy train has to stop." Well, that is officially over. That's all right. It's yeah. okay. The we'll, get back, we'll get back to things in a year. Okay. I feel like, I think this is my other problem is like, and not to get heavy and stuff, but I just came out of the fog of the grief of losing my dad. Yeah. Like I was just finally starting to have energy again and to like, you know, yeah. not think about it every single day. And I was just like starting to, and then all of a sudden it's just like, Oof, here we are, you know, and so I th I'm just feeling like I'm back in my pajamas again. I'm not feeling motivated to do anything again. And that kind of is a bummer. I know. And that, I mean, I lost my mom a long time ago and it doesn't ever really go away. Yeah, I know. So I've heard. It just happens farther and farther apart. Yeah. But definitely it's bringing me back to missing her right now too. So, yeah, I, you know, it would be nice to have someone to call and be like, Tell me everything's going to be okay. I know. It doesn't I, mean the same when it's coming from yourself. No, I know. Well, and I outed my mom on the podcast. <laughs> I didn't think my mom really listened to the podcast. And I said something about her the other day in my intro. I was talking about, this is before people were really starting to take it seriously and stay inside. And my mom was one of those people because she's like, it's, you know, it's fine. I'm still going with my walking group. And, also, I'm, and my brother and sister and I were like, mom. No, don't do that you know and so anyway I I talked about it in the intro and I said that my brother-in-law had sent he's a doctor had sent her an email saying you know outlining and like <clears throat> explaining how this gets transmitted how blah 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 all the ramifications and if people don't pull their heads out of their asses you know this is going to go on for a lot longer and then so mom texted me <laughs> and said oh I'm just listening to the podcast and I was like, uh-oh. And I said, oh, have you gotten to the part yet where I call you out? And she goes, oh, you mean the part where you suggested I pull my head from my ass? <laughs> and I said, I did not say those words. I said people needed to pull their heads out of their ass. She's like, but you were insinuating that my head was, in fact, up my ass. And I was like, well, Mom, it, it kind of was. <laughs> she's, like, she's like, I'm not going to live in fear. And we're like, well, no, don't live in fear, but like live aware. Like live in smart. Yeah. And so anyway, now she is. And but she's <clears throat> she didn't like that. So I was like, oh, clearly I didn't know she listened to the podcast. So, mom, if you're listening, I know that your head is not up your ass. I'm very proud that you are social distancing and only hanging out with Anne. Yes. Thank you, mom and Anne. <laughs> Ooh, boy. I, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, well, Martha, I know that neither of us were really feeling motivated to do this, yeah. but I've gotten so many amazing emails from people saying the podcast is keeping them afloat and they're, you know, loving listening to it. So I'm really working hard to make sure that, you know, we can bring them entertainment and distract them for at least an hour and be of, you know, some company in their studio or, or wherever they are. So Thank you so much for I know I'm um, glad you're doing this because I don't think I could do it. I'm, I'm definitely, it took me a while to be able to talk because I was, I mean, you were, we were going to do this like two weeks ago. Yeah. No, I and, actually didn't mind that you canceled because I kind of didn't have it in me either. And, uh, 
And same with Ashley Longshore. Like she was like, I just, I need a minute. And so, you know, I ended up interviewing Greg and Charlie because, um, like literally nobody wanted to do it and I didn't blame them at all. Like at all. So that's why I'm saying thank you so much. Cause I know this wasn't really your top priority. Well, I mean, oh. it helped me not think about stuff too, but it's definitely scary times. I don't want to make light of it, but sometimes you do need to laugh and yeah, it's a fine blend, right? Like you don't want to, yeah, it's like sometimes the jokes are too soon, but at the same time we all need to laugh because yeah. it's craziness and um, it's, it's, yeah, it's a moment in history that we are living through, but you know, I love all the posts that are like, we're in, we are literally in this together. This is not like a, something that's happening, you know, in the Southern States or this is not something happening in Paris. This is like global that everyone is in the same boat. You know, I just, I'm, I, I'm grateful that I'm, I'm lucky enough to be able to have my own place to do this, but I just am worried about all the people who don't have a cushion. I know. It's like, I feel like a mom worrying about people that I don't know. Like it's, it's, that's the one thing that's been really hard. Just like I'm worrying about all these people. I know. And hopefully governments will step up. Like I'm very proud of Canada right now. Like, um, like they've been doing the, the government is doing a really good job of stepping up and supporting people, you know, and having, um, um, companies switch over to start making ventilators and masks and all this stuff. So, um, and I'm hoping that, you know, the U S gets their ducks in a row. Cause it seems like the States are each state well, is yeah. doing a good job. The States are the, well, most, not all the States, but, um, yeah, it's really scary that we have such a, I, I mean, I, I can't, like, I can't, my, I can't. <laughs> I know. Okay. Let's not talk about this. Cause we just, that was all fun. There was, there was jokes, there was blockers. There was, so let's just stop. And we're going to send you off to cut out, um, feather slash eye shapes. Yeah. I might, I don't know what shapes I may change my shapes. Mm. I don't know. Well, put blockers on in the background and see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> That'll be something fun to do. Yeah. Well, have an amazing day and I'm going to go break out my box of clay and I will report back on how that goes. And, um, yeah, thanks again for doing it. And I'll, I'll see you on Facebook after you watch the Pluto video. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Thanks, Martha. (laughs) All right. Bye. Well, there you have it. A whole bunch of movies to watch, exacto blades to buy. There's a link in my post right now at thejealouscurator.com with those Fiskar rings, not on Amazon, <laughs> um, and a whole bunch of really honest conversation to boot. Also, as promised, um, I've got my almost 14-year-old miniature Dashin, Murphy, in the pillow fort with me. He's being exceptionally quiet, which is quite weird. Um, I had to have him here so I could conjure his voice. Uh, I figured out that he actually has two, one when he's being really sweet and one when he wants food. The sweet one sort of sounds like this. Hi, guys. Um, Does anybody want to cuddle or, like, carry me around to the couch or anything like that? That's his nice voice. And then the other voice at 5 in the morning when he wants to be fed is, like, is, he kind of sounds like every bad boyfriend from an 80s movie. So sort of like, hey, where's my food? You want to hurry up? Yeah. So, you know, it's a spectrum. It's, it's a pendulum swing depending on his hunger levels. So you're welcome. Thank you to Murphy for being in here with me and not barking. It's a miracle. Thank you to Martha for hanging out with me via Skype for an hour. And of course, thank you for listening. Stay home, wash your hands, save lives. There will be more art for your ear next weekend. See you then.